This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Desiree Lipka from Sol Vista. We're going to be talking about mental health issues in the light of the recent outbreak of COVID-19. Desiree is the Disaster Response Coordinator and a clinician at Sol Vista, which is a 501c3 that covers Custer County as well as several surrounding counties. Desiree is also a licensed clinical social worker. Desiree, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much, Gary. Glad to be here. Remind folks of the services that Sol Vista offers here in the Wet Mountain Valley. We offer individual, group, family counseling, child and adolescent counseling. We have currently free virtual support groups going on, and anyone in the community can join those groups. There's three or four every day of the week, and those can be accessed by calling 275-2351 and asking to speak to Heather. And we continue to serve people virtually, either by Zoom or by telephone, as this social distancing continues. Okay. Now, you're probably thinking about various options when things start to open up a little bit. What's your planning along those lines? We are planning to reopen very slowly and very methodically using the guidelines from CDPHE, the Colorado Department of Public Health and our local health departments and the governor's orders. We expect that we will do a five-stage opening and we are currently in stage one, which is planning, assessment, what is safest for our employees and for our clients to return to the office. And the other stages will play out as appropriate. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to guess what the timetable might be at this point. Correct. We started um, uh, this process with surveying all of our employees on their views about returning to the office, what they were comfortable with, what their fears were, what their concerns were, and once we get established with our employees, then we will we will move to client services. Okay. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic is primarily viewed as a physical health risk, of course, but there's also a big mental piece to it. People might feel angry, depressed, anxious. What are you seeing out there in the community? I'm seeing all that, but not continuously. People go in and out of those different emotions. I describe it as having normal reactions to a very abnormal situation. That's that's a good way to look at it. It's very common to feel fatigued, unmotivated on one day and in the next day have a lot of energy. Having to stay at home or stay at home a lot more than you're used to can be very difficult for some people. I've also spoken to quite a few people who say, well, my life really hasn't changed much because I wasn't that social to begin with. (laughs) Especially here in this rural area, you know, a lot of people live here because they don't want to be engaging with a whole lot of people. So That's true. I heard a comedian who described herself as a strong introvert say that this current situation is like the Olympics for introverts. She said, I've been training for this my whole life. Yeah, uh, and and I can appreciate that. 
you don't have a steady stream of social invitations that you have to decide whether to go or not. And for some people, that that could be quite comforting, I suspect, as, as you described there. Yeah, I feel though that I am living my life on Zoom, <laughs> and my work is a lot of Zoom interactions between meetings and clients, and then also socially, I'm trying to keep up with friendships and interactions and doing that by Zoom when possible. Now, how have your interactions uh, and client uh, virtual visits uh, changed over the last couple months? Or are they sort of the as they always were? It's just a different format. It's very different. And the majority of the clients that I interact with are comfortable with either televideo or phone. And I don't expect that we will do away with those things as a organization. I think that we will continue providing services via Zoom and via telephone for clients that prefer that. We are committed to making sure that our clients have the services that they're most comfortable with. That's one of the most interesting things about this current situation is there are some things that will be permanent changes uh, for the better. Certainly some things for the worse, but there are some improvements out there. Is your business about normal, lighter than normal, heavier than normal in the last couple months compared to previous months? It's been about the same. The anticipation is that the longer this goes on, the more the mental health needs will increase. And so we're looking at, as a state, we're looking at a behavioral health community crisis program that we will put in place once we're able to have more interaction with people and really reaching out to a lot of the rural communities and people that feel isolated and trying to support them as best we can. Let's talk a little bit about cabin fever. Uh, as we record this, uh, the school's closed, the library's closed, uh, restaurants are uh, for the most part, closed, uh, at least for folks coming in. Uh, the courthouse has limited access. People are home with their kids or trying to work from home. What? Uh, how does that play out from a mental health standpoint? I think it plays out a great deal in that we are. most people are not used to being home 24-7 with school-aged children and spouses, and that can create a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, we have seen research shows that domestic violence and child abuse increases during isolatory times, and kids that aren't going to school don't have that extra set of eyes to identify if they are living in a dangerous situation. So the risks are even higher in those populations, and elder abuse too, I should add. Those are definitely things to look out for. Thinking about folks out there what are the initial warning signs of a mental health issue? How do I know if I'm just anxious, which is not a problem, to I've crossed over into something more serious? It's got to be a subtle divide. It is. And, you know, I can quote diagnostic manual and talk about time frames and all those kind of issues. But I think if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling that this is just too different for what you generally feel, make the phone call. Have a conversation with someone. They may or may not recommend that you get services. 
go on the Soul Vista Health website and take the health screening and see how you fare with that screening. And it'll give you recommendations of whether it is wise for you to seek professional services or not. Let me remind folks, we're visiting with Desiree Lipka from Soul Vista, a mental health organization right here in the Valley. Now, Desiree, social distancing will naturally lead to a certain amount of isolation. I know my interaction with folks has gone from strong to almost nothing. How big an issue is that loneliness for folks, that lack of just day-to-day contact? I think it can be quite significant. And I think there are people that don't have access to screens. They don't have a smartphone or they don't have a computer that will allow them to interact and look at other people. And I think that can be very disturbing. And I would encourage those people to reach out as best they can to either friends, family, or Solvis to Health and have conversation with someone and just be able to get some support. We are social animals as humans. Even people that are introverts, like the the comedian, Mm -hmm. there still needs to be some social interaction. Are there other suggestions that you'd have for folks to keep on the straight and narrow? Uh, Things like, my my sense is, make sure you get enough sleep, nutrition, exercise. All that stuff they've been telling us for years, (laughs) right? It still works here, eh? It still works here. And also be... Be mindful of your substance use intake. People that are isolated, and all of us that are isolated, tend to go and use some not-so-healthy coping skills sometimes, and we have a tendency to drink a little bit more than we might normally because we don't have to drive anywhere, we don't have to go anywhere, so it's easy to fall into that routine. And, I'm, you know, I see on social media and places, oh, we're having virtual happy hours, and which is not a bad thing. It's just making sure that you'll um, use moderation. Mm-hmm. Not telling tales out of school, but the last time I saw you, you said, uh, you said you were heading to the grocery store and to get some ice cream. And I took that as, a, as something I should do. So I took ice cream home to my wife and uh, I was a hero. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Now, as we enter this new phase living with COVID-19, you know, a lot of people rose to the occasion with the stay-at-home phase, but now they're struggling to accept that this is going to go on for a bit of time, and it's ultimately going to be a big change, I, I suspect. Any tips for adjusting to the that new normal? I think as creatures um, and humans, we do not like change a whole lot. People resist change a great deal. So urging everyone to be flexible in understanding that everybody's situation is very different. We all have a path that we're following, and it's going to be very, very different than it was six months ago. And try to be kind to one another and try to be understanding that's where I see sometimes of failing in human nature is that we have a tendency to be a little grouchy and judgmental, and that is not helpful. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that there's, in the valley here, a divide between the open-it-up crowd and the keep-it-closed crowd, as there is across the country. It's playing out all over. 
what's the best way to navigate that divide? For me, it, I feel like getting accurate information from from reliable sources, that's how I make my decisions. And I would suggest others do that. If someone uh, needed to get in touch with somebody from Sol Vista and just wanted to talk or find out what's available, uh, how, how would they best do that? They can call 719-783-0566 or 719-275-2351. Both of those numbers go to Sovista offices, and also after hours they are switched over to a 24-7 crisis response team, and you're welcome to call those numbers anytime for help. And Solvista's website? Solvistahealth.org. All right. And you have a Facebook page also, I suspect? We do have a Facebook page. And I want to remind everybody that May is Mental Health Month. So I would suggest that you look on the website and look about about what's available and go to our Facebook page. Our Facebook page has a survey that we push out every Monday to all four of our counties. And we're hoping that people will fill that out once a week and it gives, a, it's four questions. It's very, very easy to answer. Um, trying to get a pulse of how the community's doing. We answer questions. There's also space if you want someone to reach out to you and make contact. Very important that we know what the community needs and how we can meet those needs. All right. Desiree, what have we missed in our conversation this morning? Boy, Gary, we <laughs> seem to cover a lot. I think that just that that we're in it together, stay strong, be kind to one another, and try to be flexible in this new world that we're living in. Desiree, thanks for stopping by. Thanks so much for having me, Gary. I enjoy it so much to come and speak with you. And uh, under full disclosure, as we've said before, we're both from the same part of uh, that northern Ohio, so... Uh, Uh, Kindred spirits, perhaps. Absolutely. (laughs) We've been visiting with Desiree Lipka from Sol Vista. She is the Disaster Response Coordinator and a clinician at Sol Vista. Uh, She is a licensed clinical social worker. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 